everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 87. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Well, now, it actually picked you guys up. Yay. Hooray. Hooray, dear. <laughs> well, if you're wondering what we're talking about, um, if you follow um, us on Facebook at Anime Jam Session, I had made a post in regards to picking up a sound mixer. And earlier, I was doing some tests and some experiments and hoping that Audition would pick up um, the conversation. And it did. I had flipped a switch thinking that it would still pick up um, my two co-hosts here, but it did not, so we had to do a take two. And so far, it's going pretty well. Uh, I'm not. Don't hex it, man. You, uh, know, you just know something bad will happen. I hope not. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying, looking at these low levels that are coming in, I'm just a little worried per se, but I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean... There's not too much else I can really do, you know? But, mm-hmm. anywho, only thing we have to remember is kill, no, 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 no dead air, please. No dead air. Because I think doing it this way is going to make things a little bit harder for me to go back and edit the damn podcast, and I, yeah. So, anywho... Let's do our staff recap. Let's start with Mako-chan. How was your week and how was your day? Uh, yeah, I guess it was alright. I didn't really do anything. I thought you started your new job. No, I start that on Thursday. Oh, I'm thinking it was the 15th. No, no, I start that on Thursday. I was supposed to be, um the three days leading up to it trying to get used to waking up early again mm-hmm. and the last two nights that didn't quite work out right oh you poor poor child you I do not know what to tell you I know the first night I had insomnia and then last night I got really sick so yeah, I can yeah. tell yeah it, it, last night was fun not really not really at all <laughs> mm-hmm. I can see that so Besides that, what have you been up to? Um, nothing much, really. I finished Sailor Moon. Yeah. Which, I guess, was the big accomplishment. Um, All the feels. All the feels. Oh, my God, all the feels. But, yeah, I finished that. And then, uh, right, now I'm watch- uh, right now I'm watching the second season of uh, Black Butler, which I'm kind of eh about, but... I'll keep watching it anyway. Looks like the Black Butler fandom is starting to really die out. I've only seen a few Black Buster cosplays at Comic-Con. I'm thinking about checking the series out, see if it's, you know, if it's pretty good or not, you know? Well, <clears throat> I, I read the manga first, and I really, really liked the manga. And the anime started out as if it were going to be following the manga, Right. And then about halfway, certain things just got flipped around and changed, and it just was not what I was expecting. Not that it was bad, but it didn't follow the manga anymore. 
and the second season doesn't follow it at all. So it's more along the lines of no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Something like that. <laughs> Christ. Something like that. I mean, it's not bad. It's mm-hmm. just not what I expected after reading the manga. Oh, uh, okay. All right. But, yeah, the, I'm, I'm watching the second season now. I'm just like, eh. It's just kind of just there. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you, Ari, what, how's your... How, bleh, let's try this again. How was your week and how was your day? My car fucking died. Clear! <laughs> Clear! <laughs> yeah. Give me more work. power now! I am not losing this car! <laughs> but yeah, I was going to work and <clears throat> oil pressure suddenly dropped. It had been suffering from, I think, a leak in a radi in the uh, engine coolant. But uh, yeah, I ended up pushing it into a Walgreens parking lot where it just fucking died. It blew, it blew a gasket, and when we uh, checked the oil, I was told that engine oil isn't supposed to have the consistency of chocolate milk. Ew. Yuck. That's not good. Yeah. So, ended up, today I ended up cleaning it out and uh, setting it aside to be sold for about like $400 in scrap parts. Well, the car will be sold for $400 and going to ter- be turned into scrap parts. I thought you'd get, like, maybe close to a grand for it. No, it had, like, 108,000 miles on it. Well, let's have a moment of silence for your car, because that car has gotten us to Katakan, Otakon, several times. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah, it's, it's in the meantime I've been looking for something reasonable, you know, that has, you know, Decent gas mileage and plenty of trunk space, and one actually shit itself on me. Mm-hmm. And what is it? What is the insurance company saying? Uh, well, they didn't. Well, the insurance company was a. Uh, apparently, they thought I, my. <clears throat> let's try this again. Oh, okay. Uh, they uh. They thought that I didn't have towing covered. Right. Which I did because mm-hmm. the uh, paperwork says so. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to charge us sixty-one bucks to uh, get it towed, which isn't bad for towing, but it can still be worse. It's and it's going to take a while to get that reimbursed. Right. So how are you getting to and from work? Well, I've had today and tomorrow off. So so far it's just been one day of me borrowing my parents' car and uh, going to work, but. We're hoping to get a new car within about a week or by the end of the week or somewhere like that. So, is this going to be either bum a ride from a friend or mm-hmm. just hope hope they let me borrow their car? Okay, good. Well, and I was having a minor panic attack over this because I was good. Somehow I thought people would think it was my fault, like that I didn't take care of the damn thing. You know? How can it be your fault? Come on, really? Yeah, I'd... <clears throat> Sorry. No problem. Take it. I have I have people who like to uh do that whole this is all your fault thing when the shit that's beyond your reach goes it goes wrong. Fuck 'em, I say. Just fuck 'em. But yeah, we're looking to uh get something within a week or so, so I'll be back on my feet. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. 
Astro. Me. Patty, what about your car? Did you get yours back yet? How did oh, that yeah. go? Mm, that went fine. So I'm not going to see you on an episode of Parking Wars? No. <laughs> that place will be a bloodbath by, like, by the first commercial break, and you know it. That's why I watch it. On the plus side, it'd be a ratings gold mine. But on the non-plus side, all that all that liability. Yeah, plus there's cameras there. You got all those witnesses. Nothing makes what? nothing makes disposing of a body difficult more difficult than a camera crew following you around. Yeah, but it's Jersey. There are plenty of places to hide the body. How the hell did it go from me picking up my car to me killing people? Because you would I was talking about people in general, not you. See, I was going on the lines that you would have invoked um, bitch mode and taken everybody out in a, in like a, in a half mile radius. I can't... I'm not going to bitch at the towing agency because the police are stupid asses and the government is stupid. I'm not going to take that out on the towing agency. I know better. Aww. But take anyhow. it out of you. What the hell are you gonna take it out on me for? I ain't do a damn because thing. Because you're either. there. You'll find you'll find us flying head first onto incoming traffic on the turnpike. Uh-huh. Hmm. That's, that's, that's exactly what I see roll up into my toll toll booth. Yeah, a body in the windshield, and they're like, Yeah, I don't have my ticket. <laughs> it's all covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, there's a movie in my area, a movie theater in my airplane, The Rift Tracks of Birdemic, which I want to go see. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's been it, it on my part. Okay. Trying not to go crazy. Eh, trying not to go crazy? We can't help but go crazy. I mean, come on. Hmm. But, um... As for me, life's been pretty good. I can't complain. Um, there's supposed to be some changes coming up at, at work, and don't think some people that are there now may not be there after everything is said and done. So, and I think it's for the better, from my understanding, you know? Well, from what you've said, some of the people that are there now aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. So, if this will make everything more efficient, that's great. Hmm. Hold on, just uh, responding to someone, and done. Now that's done. You know, as I I said, you know, on my private Facebook, there are people who have uh, great jobs with shit, jobs they love with shit pay, and uh, jobs that they hate that pay well. I've got the um, best of both worlds, so you know. And I'm just trying to figure things out, you know, and just trying to figure out how try to reclaim my social life because I find myself always here doing this and that. Well, but it is what it is. When you do what you love, everything else doesn't really matter now, does it? And I'll take that as a, as a no. 
Well, I'm just trying to figure out where you lost your social life, because you've almost never been home the last couple of weekends. Well, yeah, I suppose, you know. You've been at one con or another, or hanging out at the beach, or hanging out with people, so I'm still trying to figure out where this lack of social life is. It's just my, it's my mentality. Just, just, just let me go on and do my own thing. Yeah, okay. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, this this podcast, will be, we're talking about uh, New York Comic Con. We have um, a couple of guests that we're bringing on later. We're bringing back Mooney Girl, who did, more, Mooney Girl. who did more at the con than I did, which was a good thing, because I was more focused on trying to catch up for lost time and not being there Thursday and Friday for photos. And we're bringing Forisan in. You know, he's, new, he's not new to the con scene, but... He is writing our official uh, Comic-Con report for us. And, and I think it would be good to have a different take on things. And just so you know, we are on the Vogue Network. Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Encore presentation, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're into uh, geekery besides anime, don't forget there's always Wow Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow and Horde House. Uh, you have Critical Myth, which is about movies and television. Uh, pop culture with a touch of, I guess, uh, politics would be Understation Live. But if you're a gamer junkie, te- check out the Power Block on Sunday starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the Bobby Blackwolf Show and I would say the flagship uh, podcast of everything, Orange Lounge Radio. Shh, they've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And I give them props for it. Um, I suppose right after this, we can bring on our guests and start breaking down Comic-Con day by day. What do you guys say? Works for me. Sure. Okay. And we'll be back after this.
If you enjoy independent podcasts and would like to support them, check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Lounge Radio at orangeloungeradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and gamer lifestyle with Sky, Dark Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Exifer weekly at HordeHouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at ElectricSisterhood.com with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out PopCulture.net and the Geek Culture Network. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, Friends of Ours. You can find them at Facebook.com slash TheBrooklynOtaku. So, anywho, we took our break a little bit longer than expected due to some 
unexpected business since we are recording the week uh the night of the debate and pretty much all the twitter is going ape shit so we'll just leave it at that if you're not sure just go to hashtags debates hashtags debate 2012 that's all you need to know but and if you follow some of the many joke accounts they're a freaking laugh riot let me tell you oh yeah yeah that's all i gotta say but um, let's get let's try to get the uh, train back on back on the track and push it forward again. You know, we're gonna start charging us more for derailing. <laughs> hmm. No, really. The cleanup is such a logistical mess, too. I know. Also, there may be some slight issues with, like I said, with the volume. I did some tweaking in the background. Hopefully, it comes out a little bit better. And anywho, we're going to bring on a couple of our guests. Um. Behold the power of Skype. Um, uh, invite to conference call. Invite to conference call. Player three, are you there? Hello. You coming in loud and clear? What Whoa. should be player four? Player, Hello? player four, are you Hi. there? Yes. Uh, can you guys hear me? <laughs> this is. Good. Oh, uh, who's that? Hey, this is uh, Forisan, Adam Solanas. Forisan, okay, hi, I'm Looney Girl. Yes, yeah, I was uh, told you, you guys wanted to speak to me about uh, something here called uh, New York Comic Con. Show enough. That's right, partner, pull up a chair and take a load off. All right, well, uh, this was my very first New York City Comic Con. Uh, I had attended San Diego earlier this year and last year, Um, so I was kind of used to the whole, you know, being um, <laughs> surrounded by a nougaty uh, cluster of fuck, if you will. <laughs> Fair enough. And ju- just so you know, um, we had to substitute Ari Rockefeller at the last minute. Through some quick connections, I was able to get um, former President Bill Clinton on the line. <laughs> I, uh, unfortunately, I don't have any cigars on me, so I can't pass them around. Uh, so uh, my apologies to Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, so, apparently I'd do a killer Bill Clinton impersonation. Damn right you do. <laughs> I need to hear this. I've heard it. Yeah, we were talking about the uh, the presidential debate, which is going on now, and how our Twitter yeah. feeds were blowing up, and we were pointing <laughs> out some of the joke accounts, such as Pimp Bill Clinton, which is one of our favorites, and I was reading <laughs> one of those, and I'd just fire off like one of the uh, inappropriate timing Bill Clinton like memes, like, Better no jobs and blow job, but oh god damn it, I messed oh. up. Better, better blow jobs and no jobs, am I right, people? Oh, Philly. Well, oh, Al Gore's got something to disagree about that. Lockbox. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were going to be some like white, fat, sweaty Southern in a in a white suit with a cowboy hat, but then you said lockbox, and I immediately pictured. You having Al Gore's face? <laughs> well, I could be Thanks talking that. about global warming, <laughs> as opposed to man bear pig. Man bear pig, exactly. <laughs> Who calls New York City Comic Con anyway? Um, okay, all right. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, we're gonna we're, we're going. All right, we gotta push the, the podcast back on the tracks again. Oh. And what we're going to do, we're going to break it down day by day, and 
and Orison, give us your comparison comparing this to SDCC or any other convention, what you see differently and so forth. Well, well, for starters, one thing I noticed about New York compared to San Diego was that um, New York actually has um, comics, <laughs> has a more emphasis on comics compared to San Diego. There's a lot more books, which is why I wanted to attend. Uh, wait, wait, um, a lot more what you dropped out there? Uh, comics, a lot more comics. Okay. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. – okay. Yeah, there was a lot more dealers up in New York City selling comic books, and despite Chevrolet being there, um, it wasn't like over in San Diego where Warner Brothers takes up the entire floor with a booth. So, Well, Chevrolet is one of the sponsors of Comic-Con. They've been there for a few years, and you'll also find them at PAX East because mm-hmm. even gamers put- need good cars. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely true. <laughs> and, and they have some nice t-shirts. ones there. I didn't even bother. I don't think they were giving out free T-shirts at Comic Con. They were the last time I was there. Yeah, I, I was it. grabbing anything that was free. Yeah, it was too small for me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, another thing uh, about San Diego was the convention center is actually larger and more expan- expansive. I thought, well, hence why on uh, Saturday, um, if you guys were. Uh, <laughs> frequented there it it was very uh very much like a mosh pit on new year's eve mm. the jarvis center is huge but they only use like like about half of it maybe oh you can tell definitely i know they're building onto it and hopefully that'll make make it more much roomier but yeah yeah this year was so cramped. and what? even the dog agrees with me yep. i'm sorry that was my dog lame oh, well, you also got to take in consideration, I guess, except for this year. It seems like every time Comic-Con's at the Javis Center, there's another event going on, whether it's one day or it's sectioned up to prepare for the following week or it's being broken down from a prior event or something like that. Um, I do know that where they had New York Anime Festival last year, that little upstairs section, that was closed off for renovation. The mm-hmm. bulk of downstairs was the Q room, which I see that they got from PAX, uh, which was quite uh, interesting. Yes. The Q... Oh, you mean the, the massive uh, horde line mm-hmm. wrapping all the way down in that big warehouse-looking yeah, place? Yeah, the Q yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I One thing I did not get about that was um, how they would make you go up the stairs, down escalators, and down around again like Legends of the Hidden Temple. You know, to get- <laughs> I remember that show. I loved it. Wow. I, I was expecting. You found your bag of. Uh- you found your pass in the Shrine of the Silver Monkey? Yes, I passed the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Silver monkey. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but And I got to grab by four temple guards, but then I realized they were just fanboys. Anyway. <laughs> hey Hey Anyway, so. Um, but. I didn't. Um, that was one thing I didn't really understand about how they had it set up was you had to go through all these different staircases and escalators to, to get to the to get to the queue hall, only to go right back up the escalators <laughs> again. The very same escalators to it, it was it was I'm not, it was very organized. I'm not saying it was disorganization, but it just was very oddly done. In it terms was just confusing. Of, correct. Yeah. So, um, but fr- uh, Friday, uh, Sun or Friday, uh, Thursday, and uh, Sunday, it I didn't find it that packed. 
it was just Saturday. I could not even breathe. I was uh, talking to several cosplayer friends that I did manage to run into. Uh, and they said that they had to go down to the lower levels because it was so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. uh, the, yeah, just like like I said, a complete mosh pit. I felt the same. Mm -hmm. Only more violent? Um, maybe, maybe, yeah, a little bit more violent, especially when you had, uh, like, Dark Phoenix step in the room. But there was fire. <laughs> Many deaths, so. The last thing those people heard was, I can't control it. Exactly. But isn't that 90% of most of what the otaku say? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, but at Comic-Con, see, at Comic-Con, Phoenix is saying it, you're going to hear people shouting back, where the fuck are we going to go? Yeah, exactly. And uh, you can really tell the New York spirit. No offense to any New York. Mm, None taken. Uh, listen, Brooklyn, so I know. Please. It's all yeah. good in the hood. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, one thing I'm not used to um, is the, the traffic, and it took me a little bit of time to get used to because I come from bumfuck Virginia, <laughs> pretty much. So, um, yeah, it's 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 very different down here, a lot, and a lot more. Um, but I, I found that the staffing was actually very polite. They were very helpful. Which I heard, which was surprising when I went onto my Facebook and saw people complaining about them. Maybe I'm not used to it, but you didn't have I, a press badge, did you? Did I what? You didn't have a press pass, did you? No, I did not. That explains why they were nice to you. Well, uh, I mean, not 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 to cut you off, Warisan. What you consider no. nice is what we consider rude. Right. And, I, and when I was at AWA. The way the staff were, now that's what I call Southern hospitality. They were nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to a convention down south yet, so. It, it's mm -hmm. very, most of the cons down south are, um, are, are way past, are, are not that great in terms of staffing. Um, Anime Week in Atlanta, I've heard, is a very, you know, nice place to visit where there's, you know, people that manage everything and they, they are very helpful. But, um, a lot of the cons in Virginia, especially, I have been to, they have no problem just yelling at you. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah. It's very, it's especially at, like the smaller ones. When I mean smaller, I mean smaller than Otacon. Um, they like think places like, um, I, I'm not going to say names because I work for some of them. So, hmm. um, but yeah, you don't get that. I actually found it a much friendlier environment from the staff up there. Than, um, than other conventions in, in on the East Coast. Mm. So, but may, maybe that's just you know coming from another you know state that, <laughs> that and um, being raised out in San Diego for most of my young life. But anyway, so um, but uh, got a chance to run into some great people, um, met some great artists and writers that I've admired through the years. Um, Brian and Wendy Froud, who worked on Labyrinth. Cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, Terry Pratchett, author Terry Pratchett. Um, Another so. good one, man. Mm, oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of great artists like George Perez and. Um, that was a was a Pratchett who has a who's a say he's going to go for. I forgot it was, but uh, mm -hmm. didn't he say he had like Parkinson's or something like that? He has Alzheimer's, and that, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, was he uh, holding up all right? He would look great. He sounded good. He looked great. He was. Um, I get the feeling the way that they were wording it that this was kind of like a like a farewell tour, if you will, of different conventions. 
Um, so it was very, it was very somber, but he was all cheerful. He looked great. I mean, he obviously looked older um, than he did the last time I saw him, but he, um, very friendly, had that, um, very Douglas Adams like personality. And it, it was just, it was a, it was a, you know, experience for me because I really do admire the, the Discworld books. I remember like two or three years ago, he said that he's not going to die of Alzheimer's. He's going to, uh, make other arrangements and take it take the disease with him right correct and uh he actually uh narrated a very controversial documentary in england about uh, assisted suicide not getting off on that topic just saying that it was um and he has also submitted paperwork should he get to a point to where he's unable to write or mm. to do basic things he's going to um go through with uh, the assisted suicide in uh, Switzerland, which hopefully that'll be a long way off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. But, um, uh, but yeah, I also got the chance of uh, meeting Brad Neely, the creator of China, Illinois. And um, by the way, I also uh, threw out a uh, plug for anime jam session during the panel. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Not a problem. Yeah. I, uh, I uh, told, I also talked to Brad Neely personally and told him um, his inspiration on my, uh, my article writing style for the website for like the San Diego Comic-Con report. And, um, he, um, he was very appreciative of that, but I also told him about the site and the podcast. So Brad, if you're listening, thank you very much. Wizard people, dear reader. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, that was an experience. And, uh, when Saturday I did more panels, um, I went to, uh, the super jail one. um, which, the Adult Swim guys always have such memorable panels. They do. They really do. And uh, at one point, one of the producers uh, was dressed up as the warden, and uh, he jumped up on stage and did the whole impression of the warden, and then he just jumped off. Nice. And, <laughs> yes. It, it was really cool. He um, And unfortunately, I got to say, having attended many of the panels this weekend, some of those questions were absolutely dumb. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you get you get the real, um, and you, know, you get the real fanboys that think they're being funny and that they're at just actually being annoying. Uh, we'll save that for slightly later, cause yeah. Right. But um, let's um, let's break down Thursday. Okay, I yes. didn't get there till late, about six due to work. So Mooney Girl, Forisan, which one of you want to go first and talk about their Thursday? I actually was not there Thursday, so I have no comment for that. Okay. All I did was uh, went to the city that day and picked up my ticket. Okay. Right. Yeah, I got there at 12. I got there at noon because I, I, like, I was so used to San Diego where uh, you had to get up early. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, you, you face the, the Legion. So I liked the idea of it opening up at 3 p.m. I really did. Yeah, they re they recently started that last year, um, and I think a year before that, where it was just open Thursday just for press, and they were like, "Hey, let's do press and VIP," and now press VIP four day badges. Right, that was one confusion about the lines is that um, that especially getting into the exhibit halls, they separate separated the the group several times between VIPs and four day passes. It kept confusing them up on Thursday. Mm. But, um, I don't but, suppose you get, either you have the uh, attendance number for this year, do you? Uh, I, yes, I do. It actually just came out today from uh, ICV2. It was 116,000 people. Now, divide wow. that by four. 
Oh, no. Mm, I'm now, sorry? Now, divide that by four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. I would assume yeah, so. Yeah, because Comic-Con, like AX and a few other conventions, they do turnstile numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's all I go by? Yeah. yeah. I would say, honestly... That's the same way. I'm sorry, go ahead. I would say, you know, maybe divide by three, because if you divide by four, you'd be like 40,000. They yeah. said 40,000 was last year. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Yeah. Yeah, that, I yeah that I would assume so because especially um, throughout the weekend it got larger and larger and then it just you know died down in, in certain times. But um, but like I said, I really like the fact on Thursday that they opened everything up at about three p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, I could get some sleep. <laughs> what is your sleep? Yeah, you speak that of? Thursday was always more chill than anything. But then again. Well, those only being open like half the time, like not all the vendors were there. Yeah, at least right. that's my experience. Yeah, the vendors were all open up from um, from what I saw, and um, it was a lot. It was a lot quieter, and I had the chance to you know pivot around everywhere and see where all the you know neat exclusives were, where all the neat booths were. But um, uh, yeah, it was it. it I actually liked it. It was uh, much more. I felt it was a very comfortable environment on Thursday. And uh, much more spa- much more spacious. <laughs> so. hmm. Yeah, it's much more spacious now, but you know. Yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, I mean, I know. Of course, I ran into uh, DJ over there <laughs> mm-hmm. several times. So um, I ran uh, to you more than anybody else. I know that it was the same way with me. I did not get to see that many friends of mine. Uh, this past weekend, except uh, later on that Sunday, it wasn't. Um, believe it or not, it was like in one big circle. I ran into Sunseen Lee and her boyfriend, and then everybody husband. else. Hmm? Husband. Go ahead. Husband, uh, remember, you were there. <laughs> you keep cutting out. I apologize. What'd I you said, say? I said her husband, not boyfriend. Husband. Yeah. Oh no! Oh yes, it was her husband. Yes, yes. remember we yeah. were we were both there for that. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember. I don't know. Um, it's been a long. I'm still getting over the effects of the weekend, but her husband, Lewis, and um, several other um, people. But that was on Sunday, and the rest of the time, I hardly saw anybody. Mm. Just hard seeking out anyone. Fair enough. I mean, see, I got there Thursday. It was kind of quiet the way I like it. I got some photos. Uh, it was pretty cool, and I actually ran into a friend of I ran into a friend of mine I met at a con prior, you know, and she was really cool. So we kind of talked and stuff. And I did a um an impromptu photo shoot with her on Friday, which kind of annoyed me. Oh, not no, okay. she didn't do anything wrong, but it was a friend of you know it was a friend that was there. You know, I don't mind people taking a picture while I'm doing a photo shoot but if you're doing multiple pictures I'd rather that you wait till I'm done you can wait right. you can wait 10 minutes 10 minutes ain't gonna kill you oh sure right mm-hmm. um, I, I totally understand that and that was 90% of the traffic problems was there would be a private photo shoot and then everybody and their mother and their 10 kids and illegitimate children would come up and uh, get <laughs> you know, try to get photos so and it would like make a huge traffic jam completely. So I've been on both sides of that, to be honest with you. Mm, both, right. both the uh, cameraman uh, causing the, like, causing the pile up, and the, and the one everyone had their cameras pointed at. 
Right, right. It's um, it, I mean, what can you do at a large event like that? I mean, the, it's gonna, it's part of the nature of it that you take pictures of cosplayers, and you're gonna, <laughs> it's in a larger, um, in larger environment like that. There's going to be backups because of it, so you can't really, you, you know, handle, <laughs> take care of that. That's just comes with the, the atmosphere. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, now. Let's uh, kick things over to Friday, where you hear um, pretty much uh, what, what is what is that song from Valhalla? What, do you, what is it? Da, 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 da. I cannot. Ride of the Valkyries. Thank you. The Ride of the, 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 Ride Valkyries, of yeah. the Valkyries. Right. <laughs> yes. I, I I I'm assuming you're talking about the uh, <laughs> a lot of the Thors or no? <laughs> Them too. Yes. Did Thor's anyone get a Thor speech right the whole weekend? I have I, no idea. There were idea. Thor's, Loki's, the whole works all weekend. The female Loki's were everywhere. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? It it was a good thing. I mean, they were a very they were very well done costumes overall. I mean, but they after a while they all looked like doppelgangers because it was just like you know an army of them at one point getting a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what? If you put that on anymore, I would have started chanting, Yes! Yes! I love yes! the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> Wrong reference, but I like it. So you guys can actually hear that? Yes. yes. Oh, nice. I can hear it. <laughs> I was experimenting early and I was playing some tracks and didn't hear it, but you know. Oh, YouTube, you saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it always? Yep. It really, really does. So, but uh, going back to Friday, mm -hmm. it was, um, and things were a little busier, but I still could actually walk about. And um, it, uh, again, mo Friday, most of my late Thursday, Friday was spent just gathering autographs from artists, which is what I do when I go to these things. You mean any good artists? I mean, like, what, like web comic artists or like just general comic artists? Uh, just general comic artists. Um, people like Tony Daniel and the uh, aforementioned George Perez. Um, the um, goodness gracious, Colleen Duran. Several big comic book artists' names. Um, I know that uh, uh, Christopher Hastings was there. He was the guy who creates Doctor McNinja. Yes, yes, he was there. I didn't get a chance to talk with him, but yes, he was. Big guess. I think he had a little bit of a line down in the the uh, artist alley, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was it was just really an experience getting the chance to meet the people that you know you you read their work week uh, month to month. So uh, and who inspire you as an artist. So that that's kind of what I do mostly when I go to these things. It's very rarely to do the other stuff if you get what I'm saying. Mm. It, the big media panels and things, but um, that was also the day I met Terry Pratchett. But and so, yes. All right, fair enough. All right. Mm -hmm. See, I got there Friday, and I, I and I wore um, garter belt for the second day in a row, and like forty five <laughs> minutes in. I was like, I can't take this shit no more. And I just took the costume <laughs> off, threw it in my bag. 
You're just like, it's freaking hot. I can't do this anymore. You're like Andy Glover. I'm, I'm just getting too over this shit. <laughs> I have been saying that for the last year and a half going to con. Yeah. So he's Myrtle. Does that make me Riggs? Yeah. Because you'll be going, you're never too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's something I lament about quite often, especially in the recent anime con circuit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, go ahead. All right. Thank you. And like five, like ten, not even like I couldn't even walk five feet, and I just see a mass of panty and stocking cosplayers, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" Well, you could have changed right back in Sigura Belt. I should have, but I just should have. But it's just that the robe, the way see the robe was part of a skit that we did, so it was a little tight on me. And walking around, and it, it's it's a little hot, and then with the fro wig that I start sweating so you know it's just a little bit too much yeah Yeah. and uh, it did look like a very warm costume and I didn't even have the full garter belt on the full garter belt with me in a black suit with a blue collared shirt white tie then the robes then then the garnishment and the fro right right I, I just wore black pants and a shirt you know but and still yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and it was pretty cold outside um, too, so that mm-hmm. should tell you about the number of people that were in there that crowded around that could bring in so much heat. Bro, no, that, that couldn't have been good at all. R- really cold outside and really hot inside. You can't really find a nice happy medium with the body temperature in there, could you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't. I mean, I had a leather jacket on for most of the uh, for most of the weekend and. On Friday, I had to do the coat check because it was just, it was I was just drenched and on on my back. It was like, oh, I don't want to have con funk here. <laughs> so, bro, let let me tell you, Comic Con yeah. first year was in February. Me and my and my bro, we we get on the bu- the shuttle bus over. We don't think there's gonna be a lot of people there. That whole outside area was just a giant square full of people in like. 30 degree weather waiting to get in. I'm like, good. That was me. Mass is yearning to be free, huh? Mass is <laughs> wanting to get in. That from was the me freeze. on Saturday because I wanted to go to the uh, IGN theater. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to go to any of those large scale media panels, you have to um, you have to get in line like really early in the morning. There was already one forming for the Walking Dead autograph line. There were mm-hmm. people out there at 9 o'clock that night waiting mm-hmm. for autographs. Yep. yep. You, 9 o'clock the night before? Yep. yep. You, you think wow. A, you think a That's one thing that carries over from San Diego. You see that a lot. In fact, people will camp out the day before to go to a massive panel like the Firefly panel. Well, that's Firefly. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or The Walking Dead or some big, big media panel. It's just. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't to that bad. The line, thankfully enough, was only like from the door to the side of the <laughs> the side of the convention, the far side of the convention center, mm-hmm. which sounds like, oh my God, that's a lot of people. But seeing how the lines were later. It, it was a walk in the park. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, the weather was like freezing that day, and me and uh, several other people almost uh, <laughs> turned into popsicles. We couldn't feel our feet. We were so glad to get into that center. Yeah, yeah, I feel you because I broke out my heater that night, and I'm like, 
It's too soon for this shit. God damn. Yeah. That is yeah. full for you. Yeah, and then Sunday it, it shoots right up to 77. Yeah. Problem, it, cold people? My, my mom told me she lived up in upstate New York and said that winter pretty much lasts from October to May. <laughs> up in those parts. Yeah, so. especially up in Adirondacks. Oh, ooh, yeah. Around here we've had 70-degree Januarys and 40-degree Junes, so about it's Jersey a, for you. It's that weird mid-Atlantic weather. Virginia had, was the exact same way. It, it we we didn't have a winter until February last year. Wow. Yeah, it was like seventy five degrees uh, two days before Christmas. <laughs> Lucky oh, son of a God. bitch. <laughs> oh, I like Christmas cold. It doesn't feel like Christmas if it's not cold for me. Anyway. Me too. There's been times where it snowed like four or five inches around here, and then it rains later in the week and. By Friday, you'd never think it snowed at all. Unless you drive towards West Jer- uh, Western Jersey, and you're like, wait, wait, snow mountains? The fuck? <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it was uh, Saturday morning was very, very cold, and um, it didn't it didn't help matters that for the Walking Dead uh, autograph session, they only had like 50 tickets for because they do the tickets for like the big. Mm-hmm. and um people were complaining and bitching in line about that when they found when the, and it was announced that there were only 50 tickets given away but that's yeah <laughs> it, it, it made it very awkward and uncomfortable situation at that point nobody was rioting exactly but they it was uh, too cold to riot yeah exactly they didn't they couldn't feel their fingers to hold the torch mhm yeah See, but yeah. so overall I mean, now, let me ask you, how badly did your phone battery just drop on Saturday? Um, I must have a very good service or something, because my Verizon phone did, did pretty well throughout the weekend, except when I was uh, down in the queue line area. Lucky bastard. You have a smartphone mm. or a dumb phone? I have a dumb phone. I have All one right. that pretty much has hieroglyphics <laughs> on it. It's that old. Well, that means you still, <laughs> you're still good. My, my external battery... Hit like hit fifty percent by four o'clock the afternoon. I'm like, it's not normally like this. But I kind of expect it, you know, to be full, having trouble sending text messages, especially when you send a message and you're waving it around like it's like it's Simba <laughs> from The Lion King trying to get that <laughs> signal. And um, pajamas, penguins at the bottom. <laughs> oh God. wow! You send that one text message. You walk over two feet, full bars, and you just like, yeah. all the text messages and voicemails come in, and then you move two steps again. You miss it's gone. No, you got the text, but the voicemails just stop, and it's like, call in to get your voicemails. What? Oh. Remember yeah, that I'm external not- battery I bought? Yeah. That uh. Yeah, that uh, Rayovac one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing doesn't hold a charge for any more than ten minutes now. Ugh. My ten ener- minutes worth of power. My Energizer one is starting to go. Is starting to go that way. I'm think I may have to go pick up another one. Yeah, that was this was a uh, twenty bucks. I'll never get back. Yeah. Well, this one was like sixty bucks, but still. <clears throat> That's know- why I always carry my charger on me because you never know, especially in those type of facilities when. Oh yeah, I addressed that for last year that there was like. 
like a hundred thousand people in there, and there was like four power outlets to charge up your shit. At least this year, there's more than four. I mean, there were people in like little corners just sitting around, just charging back their phones up, and just they got their laptops out, and they had this one section where it was actually a phone charging station as you head towards Artist Alley. Oh wow, they actually had one this year. Yeah, it was being sponsored by somebody. But um, well, I was expecting that. I think I can't remember who it was uh, sponsored by, but yeah, I remember that. That's what I'll do with Da Vinci. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, the big Da Vinci circle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I got several photos of it. Yeah. Yes. So, but um, but yeah, my phone worked fairly well. Um, the only time was in the queue hall, and then it didn't give me any other problems after that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Um. As for as for me, my Saturday, I decided to run around as um, Scott Pilgrim. So, I think I might have saw mm. saw you at one point. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because nice. um, the creator of Scott Pilgrim was going to be there, Brian Lee O'Malley. Oh, really? Was he there? Yeah, he was there. Ah, oh, damn it! Ah. Oh. See, I was trying to keep track of who's who was going to be there. I had no idea. Wow. I just found this out like at the last minute, so I was like, "Sweet!" I was hoping to get a like. I wanted because I had commissioned the Power of Love sword, and I figured show it uh-huh. off, you know. And right. I ran into a lot of Ramonas, which was cool. And then okay. I go, I get, I pick up my commissioned sword. I go back into the convention center. All the Ramonas just disappeared. I was like. What the hell? Oh, yeah. yeah it, Karma. I know, right? There was quite a few uh, Scott Pilgrim cosplayers. I um, when I upload pictures later yeah. this week, I probably counted about maybe 20, 30 Ramonas overall. Yeah, they, they were force. The majority of the Ramonas I saw were mostly from the movie and yeah. um and the video game. Yeah. As for the Scots, they were mostly I saw mostly movie Scots, I believe. Right. I was the only yeah. video game Scott running around, so Oh. Yeah, that that's uh, usually the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was but yeah, I, I saw plenty of those and um, a lot of uh, and I saw one with a really, really cool hammer. I mean it did it actually looked like the one from the movie. Oh it had a few more... running around with that. Huh? I'm there sorry? Was, there was a few running around with the with the hammer like that. Huh. Wow, <laughs> this I mean, this I mean it looked they look great. I mean I think all most of the costumes this weekend looked really great. I have to say they did, but I, this, the same issue I have with Comic Con I've noticed over the year over the years is that there's not as many cosplays there. I mean you go to any other anime convention, oh this cosplays up the wazoo here, not so much. Maybe because of the turnout of people that are coming to the convention, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, and I can kind of type of convention. Well, I think it's more along the lines of, I don't want to bring my costume all the way to the convention center and bring it, travel back with it home. You know, even though they had like places where you could change. Right. And one thing I noticed, Adam, was that there was um, uh, quite maybe it was just me, but I noticed quite a number of the uh, store bought costumes if you if you will you, you know yeah. what i'm saying i think it's getting to the point where no one really cares if it's store bought or not yeah i, I, not, I, I mean it, so. it, i don't so. yeah yeah <laughs> but but my thing i started to notice that people were doing the co- their costumes i have you have, 
people, cosplayers, they have this great device that helps make your costumes look great, brand new every single time. It's called an iron. Use yes. it. Yes. Yes. Or the dry cleaners, like I did. <laughs> yep, I take my stuff, my costumes to get dry cleaned. Exactly, because I don't want to stink. It's not even that. I, I, I mean, I put my uh, my indigo ash cosplay in the dry in the washer, and uh, the inner seam got frayed, and I had to sew it back up, Aww. and that's when it became dry clean only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just all the crinkle cuts, and I mean, this this is yeah. one costume. I don't want to shout this girl out. She cosplayed mm-hmm. Chun Li. It, okay. it looked good from a distance, but when I when I look at the pictures and I look at the pictures on my tablet, you could tell she didn't. She had no seams. This, there were no seams, and the the skirt was cut a little bit too short, so you could see the crotch area of her pantyhose. Oh, ouch! I mean, Chun Li has a little bit, is a little bit more classier than that. I mean, yeah, sure, very much so. Yeah. And I also saw a lot of um, Harley Quinns running around as well. Oh, tons of them. Tons yeah, of them. that's what I was hearing, that there was just so many Harley Quinns, and they were all way too sexified to even really be Harley. A- actually, no. I- no, no. Uh, it was the, major- the majority were on par. I mean... Oh, yeah. And now, 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 if you consider Arkham Asylum Harley too sexy, then I can understand that, but not right. in my... I did run into yep. this one Harley Quinn cosplayer. You know, she was really cool. As she was walking away, the skirt was so skimpy you could see you can actually see the bottom of her ass. Wow. But the way yeah. it was, the way she was wearing, I wasn't sure if she was Harley or not. I thought she was just throwing something on, but she said she was Harley. Huh. No, I, I think it's a really think, good Harley. Yeah, Harley, at least from the animated series, was supposed to be like getting getting under the radar, kind of sexy. You know, like uh, one of the big scenes is well, one, she's like two like. Like like memorable scenes like that. One of them like she's like slowly emerging from what looks like a pie filling, and Joker's just standing there, <laughs> yeah. slack jawed and wide eyed. Yeah. And another one is he's doing like paperwork or something. Harley jumps up on the desk to try and to get on with him, and, he, and she goes, "Oh come on, Puddin, don't you want to rev up your Harley?" Vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, but you just gotta remember, Harley wears that full jumpsuit, so you know. It, which is also skin tight. Yeah. So it leaves more to the imagination. And now, I mean, you had a yeah, yeah. But even even the video game Harley wasn't wasn't showing her ass. Right. Have you have you seen the the DC New Fifty Two's Harley? It basically yeah. That's that maybe uh, from the sound of it, it almost sounds like that's the one that you. Um, said that she was cosplaying Harley and you mm. can see the bottom of her ass mm. because it's very skimpy. It's skimpier than, you know, the video game version. Well, so. there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> In fact, there was a lot of complaints from female fans about that because they said that the DC was trying to over-sexualize the character too much. See, now, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. My personal thing is that I really have a slight I really have a bit of an issue when female cosplayers sexify up various characters because I feel yes. you, you shouldn't but if that's what they want to do they can do that and I respect that right right I mean and I if, not, it, it's... if it looks good on them do it knock yourself up I right. mean I'm not a big fan of it 
I'll still say it's a great costume. You know, you do what you got to do. Right. I'm not going to sit there and argue in the blue why you should. And I, I said my piece. I'm just going to walk away. And if someone's going to give you shit for it, I'm going to smack them upside the head. I'm like, look, <laughs> I've already. You don't have to go blue and tell the person you don't like it. Keep that shit to yourself. That was one thing I noticed this uh, weekend, and it actually was not from girls that I overheard. It was from uh, fanboys uh, this oh. weekend. A lot of guys were knocking any cosplayer that was wearing a scantily clad outfit that they didn't that they in their mind was not attractive um, looked very good looked great because they're more fans of the comics now look at us now if you flip it over to anime you add a little Mm -hmm. sex to it it's a-okay you know (laughs) well they were doing it to all cosplayers i mean it was just in general it was just completely i know but i noticed it more from the non-costuming fanboy guys than Mm. i did from uh the feet you would expect from like female cosplayers or anything you know um it, it was i i was pretty you know it just made me shake my head you know no sexy cosplay is fine and all of that but you can't even like the picture that I just posted of the Harley from um, New Fifty Two, the New Fifty Two. Her mm-hmm. ass isn't hanging out. She's just in. Sh- she's just in like. I mean, a granted, boosie, they're really short shorts, but, booty shorts and a bustier. Yeah, but I mean, her ass isn't hanging out of it. I mean, huh. I'm looking at it. Harley looks demented hot, and I like that. It kind of reminds me of like. Like Faye Valentine, Faye is a is a classy lady. You, well, right, right. Yeah, I mean, trying to over, if you're trying to oversex Faye Valentine, yeah, I'm gonna have a problem with you because right, because you know. she's designed it. Even um, even the character designer whose name escapes me at the moment, but um, even he said that he did not want to be oversexualized Faye. He said he wanted to make her sexy, but did not want to make her a whore. Basically, mm-hmm. you know. And, There's plenty of cosplayers that do that for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Trust me, I've seen them. <laughs> but with that said, though, like for example, there was a really well going back to what I was talking about. You know, um, a really great looking Wonder Woman. She looked fine, really good. She was um, not skinny, but she was not overweight either. Yeah. Um, you know, she was very. I'm trying to think, very <laughs> uh, round, if you will. You understand what I'm saying? That that it's, classic. It's- it sounds Herbie. like me with my Sailor Moon cosplay because I'm not thin, no, I'm overly overbeast, but I'm like that round shape too. Very, very curvy. She looked great. She looked, and Wonder Woman is not a skinny character anyway. Um, neither is Power Girl. But um, they, um, several guys were making comments saying about her ass looked really big and hu- huge in that, and it was, it was, and uh, she needed to get some clothes on, and she was, it was. I thought, I, and it, well, none of this was from girls. Like again, this was all guys saying this, and mm-hmm. it just horror. I was just shocked. I said, she. That sounds like a lot of guys that are jealous that their girlfriend isn't that hot. Maybe. <laughs> That's probably what fun. it is. I agree. I remember a, a time in the con circuit, probably still does, where it was the females that were being catty like that, you know, yeah. and the guys were like eternally thankful for it, you know. Yeah. Well, um, well, recent, and I'm not going to bring that up, but if you've seen the Facebook thing passing around about that one girl, um, um, about being interviewed by a uh, certain uh, pig, yeah, um, we yeah. can we can kind of discuss that because we're leading into that. Um, yeah. 
Now, I don't know the guy personally, but I've seen him around. I think he was at a couple of Anime Next a couple of times. I mean, mm-hmm. he gives up that, that, to me, I feel that aura of, I don't like this guy. You know, He's a dick, yeah. at point blank. Mm-hmm. Um, he interviewed a friend of mine, or try, and was just completely... He, 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 the girl almost kicked his ass. Um, when it sounded like when I was reading it that this is sci-fi movie theater guy, and I'm like, um, and when it came out that it was indeed, it did not surprise me at all. And there are a couple people out there trying to say that's not him. Trust me, it is this. It movie. is him. Yeah. It's him. I mean, I guess I respect anyone I take, I do photography of, um, interview. If the costume is good and I want to kind of kick it up, I ask them, you know, is it okay? Like, like at Otakon, I ran it, I took a picture of this girl who was doing pin-up Usagi. Now, we mm-hmm. did a couple of, some cheesecake photos, you know, and she was cool with that. If she wasn't, I wouldn't have taken, I would have done normal shots, and she thought it was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times I've interviewed a couple of cosplayers, you know, and me, and I, like, I saw a Smurfette last year, and I interviewed her, and I did. How about I smurfing a smurfing smurf? She goes, oh, my smurf. And she got into character, as did I. That was fun. Ari, you remember that. It was yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I'm su- I saw that interview. I'm su- I didn't see her this year. I'm mm-hmm. I didn't even see her. She, she was at Anime Next last year, too. I didn't see her. But, you know, mm. unless she was in a different costume or something like that, you know. It's gotten to the point where I take pictures of all these people and as I'm tagging them and I'm like done and I see more tags I'm like I know this person I know this person holy shit yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> it happens after being in the con scene mm, for a while it's yeah. like wait a minute I know that but I've seen those breasts somewhere before yes <laughs> and they were not in my bed hi yes, exactly now um, Saturday night me um Linwood Taiki um, and another friend we all went to an to a, after uh, after hours industry party hosted by YouTube Samsung Comixology and Nerdist Industries it was pretty cool especially the fact that it was an open bar but you needed it after that weekend <laughs> yeah I kind of <sighs> sort of needed it I think and I'll it <laughs> you'll be going next year don't worry <laughs> You better be there, DJ. That's if I get invited. I found out this through somebody else, and after I found out about the party, I get an email from them about about getting on the list. I'm like, oh yeah, now you tell me. But yeah, it it was fun. It died down around eleven ish, and I and I came home, and Sunday I went back as Scott Pilgrim and got some more photos. Mm-hmm. And my Sunday was pretty cool. I didn't like. I didn't get a chance to say hi to everybody that I wanted to, but you know, I did the best I possibly could, and I kind of felt like I am so done with Comic Con, no more, because of the crap I had to go through to acquire press passes for for everybody. Oh. I, read a, <laughs> and now, I read a little bit about that. Yeah, and I found out this was all an experiment. They're trying something. So if yeah. this so if this is where the direction that they're going, I'm gonna have to start working a little bit harder on the site to give them what they need. And I kind of felt by Sunday, you know what? I- I'll be back next year. I mean, how can I? How can, I mean, not for how can I turn my back on a big convention in my that's forty five minutes from my house? I mean, yeah. hopefully and, I can get in for press next year. We'll see if if everything goes according to plan. We can get things going for next year. I'll I, definitely help with the website as much yeah. as you want. 
Definitely. I I want to go back next year, but I don't think that'll be possible since I'm set for Dragon Con. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, I would love to maybe get a press pass of some sort if the, to get in, you know, in some way for free. I know that sounds far fetched, but but other than that's the only way I'll be able to go. Understandable. Like yeah. as, long, as long as you give but back to the travel, site. That's a con you travel to. So that See, is but Dra- like Dragon like Dragon Con doesn't. Yeah, tra- uh, Dragon Con doesn't like give um, press to um, podcasts and stuff like that. Right. No. Ari. I have some gum in my mouth, so it's making it kind of sound weird. Reason is for that they don't do that is because uh, Dragon Con is more fan owned. Mm-hmm. And they don't want. They're very leery eyed about a lot of you know I- industry that they have, or even if you're just press, they don't want it like overwhelming. And um, unless it's like CNN doing a story about it, but even then, they're real leery eyed about having too many podcasters there. Mm. They they have de- tons of panels about it. There are podcast guests. Which you could probably uh, look into signing up for. Um, in fact, I believe there's a whole track on that. See if you can get us an invite. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. I'll, 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 I can do this for you. I, I can. You can do. Hey, you talking to me? You can do this. A bibbidi bobbidi boobidi bobbidi. Ah, fungal. I love that Family Guy episode. <laughs> so all my, all my parents grew up in South Philly around all Italian, so I. Know all the uh, cursing in the Italian, <laughs> and the whole Baffan Gula is a favorite. That's that's how Mako Chan learned Italian. <laughs> it was my mother would tell me all the uh, Italian curse words and tell me to go and tell my uncle this. You tell your uncle this and then come back, and so I did, <laughs> and I was like five. <laughs> so that was always fun. Yeah. Send the child to do the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send the oh, child crap. to do the, the All dirty right, stuff. All right, so, okay, yeah. so let's, uh, let's, put, let's put the train back on the tracks again. Ugh, my back. Mm. All right. Aww. All right, Sunday. And now, that, that was how my Sunday. Um, Mooniger, how was your Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. It was quiet. I really didn't even do much. Uh, what what did I do Sunday? I was with you most of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I really didn't do much Sunday because it was like the chilled out day. And you, Fori? Um, I have to go. I have to agree because it was uh, much more chill. First of all, I left about one thirty after I um, got um, the autographs from Brian and Wendy Froud. And um, then I walked around, and that's when I run in, ran into um, the circle of friends that I know. And I was like, okay, my weekend's kind of through. But even if, the, even if it was – even when it was crowded, it still was not as um, bad a Saturday. It was very yeah. – very, you can actually move. Mm-hmm. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, so I uh, bought uh, Blue all my money on the rest of comics, and then I was like, okay, time to go back home. <laughs> so, Aww. Yeah. I mean, I did all everything. My money. I mean, I did. I mean, it was everything that I'd wanted to do, and that was basically the key for the entire weekend. So, um, but I mean, I got to meet the people I wanted. I got to, you know, you know, socialize with my friends, even when I thought I wouldn't meet up with them at all. Um, DJ, I appreciate you scaring me when I was on the phone with my mom on Thursday. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> no problem. It's the least I what could do. do. Please explain. 
No, I, I, he was, uh, he was uh, garter belt, and I was um, trying to look for him everywhere. And my mom called me. I just got done meeting Gamero del Toro. Um, Good one. And oh, you gotta yeah. talk about that. Oh, oh yes. Uh, um, I was walking down the hallway um, around where the uh, Avengers video game booth was, and um, I see a whole bunch of people with um, radios and you know earpieces and. Uh, Gamerio del Toro is walking, and if you've never seen him, he's a big guy. He's like probably 300 pounds. Um, so he's talking to Neil Adams um, because he knows him very well. And uh, I, you know, taking that as a chance, there's that little voice inside me just go for the kill. No. Um, <laughs> so um, I talked to the uh, one of the guys he was with, and he said that I could go up and talk to him. Um, I um and I just want to make a side note here. Del Toro um is one of my favorite directors. Um, he is an ama- He's designed some of the best creatures for things like for Hellboy and Pan's Labyrinth. Aside from directing them, so he's a very influential person on me. So I was I was you know getting the butterflies in the stomach feeling. Um, walked up to him and uh, said, are you uh, Mr. Del Toro? And he introduced himself and we, we talked for a little bit and I said how much of a, you know, he inspired me with my creature's design. And I should mention that he's very hyperactive. He's a big geek himself. You can definitely tell. <laughs> he was just fawning all over everything. And uh, especially when he walked up to Neil Adams, and I guess uh, for those who don't know Neil Adams, you know, pretty much personified DC in the late sixties. He's a legendary artist. Um, but, um, he, I mean, they were just talking about po- the possibility of working on a movie together. And, um, uh, I, I, it was a very brief encounter, but I, I told him that I was, I had, you know, drew creature designs. He said, um, you, you, did you bring your creature designs with you? And I said, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. He says, man, see, that's what you have to do when you run into the directors. You have to bring your designs. Well, how did you know you would have run in, run into him like that? You know? I, I mean, except no, he was very nice, and he was very, very. It, it was an honor. It truly, truly was an honor. He, he was like, he really wanted to see them. He's like, oh man, I'm with you. So Aww. that that and my sister loved Pan's Labyrinth, so I got the chance to tell him that, and um, he um, he very much appreciated that that somebody told him that his artwork was an inspiration to somebody, not just his film. So, um, but yeah, that I had to get off all cloud nine at that point. <laughs> he, he was a really great guy, and it, it it was one of those experiences that happens like once in a lifetime. So. But um, it it um, but yeah, it was, uh, and then that's when I met up with uh, DJ. I was on the phone with my mom, and he all of a sudden comes up and says, "You'll heal my child," or something along the way. Damn it, DJ! <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I had, I was trying to lead him into my direction. It was like okay, flagging him down through cell phone, saying, "You know, I'm over here." Um, but it, it was I I was very happy to see him. I mean, it it was very great to see. Aww. I mean that. I don't get to, you know, socialize with him enough, enough at these things, you know. <laughs> so. Aw, that's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Flory. Now, this is your first convention up here in the north, right? Uh, yes. Past, um, yes. Past, uh, Otakon, yes. Now, can you compare Comic-Con, like I said, again, to, like, San Diego Comic-Con, other comic book conventions in the south, like, 
likes, dislikes per se, you know. I am going to say, um, well, I go to a lot of, uh, smaller comic conventions, um, aside from San Diego when I, last year and this year. And, um, um, putting, I think I already said about San Diego, but other ones, um, like I said, are predominantly about comic books, which is what I really enjoy. I mean, there's some science fiction elements, but it's all about the comics. With uh, New York and San Diego, um, it's um, a bit big chunk of it is media, like video games, and it, it is kind of sad seeing that kind of overwhelm the um, the the initial you know namesake of the event. If you know what I mean, it'd be like, you know, a friend of mine, you know, I gave a good analogy who likes dolls. I said it'd be like going to a doll convention and then all of a sudden uh, car, the car aspect uh, of conventions takes over the doll convention, you know. So it, it's kind of sad. And I'm not trying to sound like you dang kids in, back in my day, but um, I really do enjoy those smaller comic events because it's the core of what mm. it's about. So, but I did feel that New York was much more about it than San Diego. Hmm. But, um, so okay. that, um, San Diego, and, um, I actually noted this, this, um, to everyone I knew that actually San Diego is not as crowded as New York, from my understanding. Well, given how much space there is, you know. Right. Yeah. Everything is uh, out in San Diego, the air conventions there, everything is so big, and plus they keep the lines moving. They just, um, it's a constant flow of people. Even when the doors open up, it's all line up. There's not this big clusterfuck that goes at once through the door. Mm. And, um, they, they keep it all organized. The only time, even on Saturday on its busiest day, the only time that you can't move is when you start hearing Morgan Freeman narrate March of the Penguins. It's when it's when it bottlenecks, like uh, last year when Cartoon Network had their street party to feed. So, um, but yeah, that that was the only time um, I really doubt in San Diego you saw that. But I found in New York there was a lot more um, bottlenecking in the aisles and everything. Yeah. So. But that's that's my, my best comparison too, and uh, I also hit a landmark with New York Comic Con. This was my ninety eighth convention overall. Wow! Wow! Yeah, <laughs> two that's more to go just... before you hit one hundred. Yeah, that's not something to admire either. I I saw it's like what happened to my life and money? Oh, God. You're catching up to me. I think I'm like on one ten or something like that. Very nice. Yeah. Very very nice. And it seems throughout all the discussions, we forgot about little Mooney girl over there. No. All right. Hey. Drop. All right. Drop it in there about your Friday and your Saturday. We're sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Michael Chun's laughing. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Okay, Friday. Oh boy, Friday, Friday, Friday. I got there late. I got there like around twelve, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I was like in a rush to go meet Rob Pulse, and I was like, okay, I need to find this guy's booth. I need to so- see no. where the autographs are. Anything. <laughs> no. I need to. Mm-hmm. Who's saying dope? That was me. I wanted to meet Rob Pulse. I totally forgot to. Oh, no. Anyway, so I go running to the booth. I'm like running everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, where is this? Where the hell is this booth? I finally get to the booth around the 3000s, and I'm like getting so closer. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to meet him. 
as soon as I see him, he's just chilling on his cell phone, looking through it, has his legs crossed, and he's just <laughs> like, yeah, he's just like, whatever, this is Comic-Con, I'm chilling out here. I go, Mr. Pulse, and he goes, hi, sweetheart, how are you? I'm like, I'm good, how are you? And he's like, greeting me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Mr. Pulse, are you tapped perhaps doing autographs? He's like, what do you need me to sign? I'm like, here you go. And I'm giving him everything. I gave him a present that I drew of, of oh. Yakko. I, yeah, I always give celebrities presents. I feel yeah. that they take their time to come see us, that I should For give sure. something bad to them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I gave him a picture of Yakko that I actually drew myself and I put on the side, I put from online the Animaniacs logo and I put like little stars that I did like on paint. Uh, so he really liked it. He's like, this is for me? He's like, I was like, yeah, it's for you. He's like, thank you so much. And so afterwards, I actually had the real uh, official picture that I drew of Yakko because I didn't want to give that up only because I couldn't uh, give him the full, like, I guess, fake copy of it, but it was right. the original drawing, and I made him sign, and he goes, how about if I put, hello, Dana? I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, God, I was like, oh, my God, it just said, hello, Aww. Dana, and Yakko Water I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I fucking out. And then he put on the DVD of Volume 1 of Animaniacs, he put, goodnight, everybody. I was like, ah! <laughs> And then, yeah, and then, like, afterwards, like we just talked a little bit and we said goodbye he like hung me he's like you're such a sweetheart it's so nice meeting i'm like oh my god it's so nice meeting you too i was like are you gonna be here tomorrow he's like yes and i'm like i'll come at sail moon so you can see me he's like that'd be great i'm like okay so i gave him a hug he was such a Aww. sweetheart and i was like bugging i was like going ah, oh my god he just said, he just said my name Everybody I knew. I was like, okay, why are you people bringing up your fucking phones? Up your <laughs> calm down, calm down, calm down, okay. relax. Breathe, uh, breathe. When he said goodnight, everybody, that's when I know they got a, they got a joke past the censors. I, really, I, really that, I actually have on my phone as my messenger goodnight, everybody, and that was the actual scene where they're talking to Beethoven, and he goes, I'm a pianist, and he goes, you're a what? A pianist. Mwah! Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right, now, uh, now, Ari, explain the whole "good night, everybody" aspect thing that you just mentioned. I know it's. Animaniacs what got a lot of shit past these censors. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you guys what go to uh, that guy with the glass but he did a, about a, like yes. one of your earlier videos already. Uh, I have it's seen like it. A, yeah, it's eleven. Did. It's a top eleven countdown. That's some of the dirtiest scenes in the series. Yep. And uh. And I think there, there's one scene when they're in a uh, in a classroom and they, and they discuss conjugating, conjugating, you know, conjugating verbs. But uh, Yakko looks at the teacher after she says it and get, they goes, "Good night, everybody." And that's that's how you know they got one of the uh, dirtier jokes past the censors. Mm, but it's my like they were, they weren't even trying to. Oh, oh God, fingerprints! Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Never mind the. Uh, the act itself, but just chucking prints out of a porthole of a cruise ship into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and let me um, let me uh, toss in uh, just uh, two words: Minerva Mink. Oh yeah, that, yeah. They they could only have her in like two um, cartoons before um, Warner Brothers was like, yeah, 
Uh, cut Minerva. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. It was like there was only two episodes of her. Yep. They had her like do a cameo, but even the, but they I guess they had fully dressed her at that point. But mm -hmm. it, they um then again that was actually written by Paul Dini, the uh, uh, creator of Harley, Harley Quinn. Hmm. Yep. So that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so. Over like um after that after I had my little Cloud Nine like you did Thursday and I was like being an obsessed fangirl, <laughs> I like calmed uh -oh. down and I just walked around more of the con and I was just uh, relaxing as Sally from the Nightmare Before Christmas. For people were taking my pictures like every second. I'm like, okay, I like my Sally costume. I was like, it's that big. And I guess it was. I was like, oh my god. People were like telling me, oh my god, you're the best Sally I've ever seen. I'm like, I think I got a picture of you. I think yes! I got a picture yes! of you this weekend. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> <laughs> and you did do a very good job. I, oh, I think I, so I even complimented you. are very welcome. I even complimented on you about that. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It took four hours to do the fucking makeup. Four hours. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was. Will I do it again? Not for outside oh. cons. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, and your Saturday. Saturday. Okay, I actually Saturday. I was also late again because I was doing Sailor Moon R that day. So I got there like around two ish, three ish. I went to Rob Polson's panel, and then GJ called me up. He's like, Dina. Mooney girl, get to the photo shoot. I'm like, what photo shoot? The the Sailor Moon one. I'm like, okay. So I get off my phone. I'm like, oh my god, I want, I don't want to miss this panel. And my friend Connie was there. She's like, I'll hold your spot for you so that if signing starts, you can have a spot. I'm like, okay. So I go running all over the place to find this Sailor Moon photo shoot. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I was too late. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed. I was like, shit. So afterwards, though, after the actual photo shoot, there was another Salomon photo shoot. So I did make it in time. And, of course, DJ was there taking pictures. So, yay! I was like, yes! <laughs> then I went back to the panel and he was still doing his signing. I was kind of actually sitting down uh, around the booth that he was at. Because I was like, I got my autographs, let everybody get there. So I actually waited all that time for everybody else to get their autographs. Then I got mine. I was the last person. I was like, you know what? It's it's fair. I didn't want to be unselfish. So, you know, I, I waited and I was oh. the last person. But did he remember you from the Yes, day? he did. He's oh. like, hi. He's like, hi, sweetie. I'm like, hi, Rob. Rob. I'm like... Uh, he's like, oh, um, I'm a little bit of a rush. I'm like, that's okay. I just need you to please sign these three. He's like, of course, no problem. And he signs my two comic books. And he signs my Yakko plush. And he goes, oh, look, it's a little Yakko. I'm like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I look happy. I was like, yay. He liked the plushie. And uh, I was like, can I also please take another photo? He's like, of course, get up here. And he took another photo. He's like, it's. I was like, Did you, would you like to do an interview for Anime Jam Session? And he said, I would love to, but another uh, offer also came my way, so I'm going to do their first. Uh, he said, you know, if you're here tomorrow, we could do it. I'm like, I'll try. Unfortunately, we did not do it Sunday, but you never, know, you never know. 
Um, what was I gonna say? So overall, afterwards, he was like, it was so nice meeting you. And I was like, nice meeting you too. And he hugged me again. And that was the end of my Rob Paulson experience. And I was like a happy little girl. I was like, yay! The only thing I wished, wished that happened was I wish I got something signed of Pinky because I love Pinky too. And I just don't just love Yakko, even though he's my favorite, but I love Pinky right. too. It kind of sounded like Pinky when he went, yay, just now. I, I thought maybe Fluttershy because I could do, yay. Sorry, that's yay. what I meant. <laughs> ah, that is scary. She sounds just <laughs> like Fluttershy. And Pinkie Pie, she does it just right. And I could do Sailor Moon the dub. Yes, don't you people grin. I will, I will smack you. Oh. Nobody saying How can you tell we're grinning? We're all on our computers. I we meant, don't have video I, chat. I meant like going, I'm yeah. sorry, I said the wrong word. I was like, <sighs> that noise. I didn't want you all to do that. Groan. <laughs> That's the word. Thanks. Yes, it's like grinning. It's like grinning. We'll go with that. There we go. And then, we've actually, I forgot to mention, before I saw Rob Polson, I got there actually 1 o'clock. That was a mistake. I got there 1, and I went to the Kodashia Comics panel. That was fantastic. There was like news about Sailor Moon. The creator of Sailor Moon actually wrote a letter to the American fans. That was a honor. Really? I was Yes, she did. I was like, oh my god. And the reason I'm not saying her name is, you're gonna think I'm such a bad Sailor Moon fan. I don't know how to pronounce it right. Who? <laughs> Naoko Takeuchi. Naoko. Close enough, you know. Uh, um, now whenever she... you mention Paulson's name, am I, am I the one who's thinking, his name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> no. From Fight Club? No. <laughs> I got no. it. I got uh, it. By the way, if, I, if people don't know who Rob Paulson is, he did Yako Warner from Animaniacs. He did Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. He did Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He did The Mask from The Mask Cartoon. He did a lot of various... He did also Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. He also hundreds, did hundreds. anybody... Oh, if anybody remembers the Got Milk commercial, it was like, I think it was maybe the late, late 80s, or maybe just the early 90s. He did uh, the voice background. He did the narrator of the Got Milk commercial. It was, oh, he was the radio announcer. That's it. Mm. I, I he also was in the, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go. Oh no, my my thing, uh, my uh, my microphone kind of caved out there for a moment. I'm sorry. No, the um, I was gonna say he was also in the uh, car commercials, uh, Mr. Opportunity. If you remember, I remember little... those. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was him too, and that was an animated version. Yes, of him. Mr. Opportunity. Hi, I'm Mr. Opportunity. I'm here to give you a deal. Yep, I remember that. And I was, was I, I like freaked out. I was like, oh my god, that's Rob Paulson. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Overall, I assume if everything falls according to plan, we'll all be doing Comic Con next year. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I, I'm Hopefully, I'll, I'll drop some weight and look more acceptable on camera. Cool. Okay. At, at least there has been nobody bitching about the fa bitching about bringing back Anime Festival on my Facebook, which I am Thank kind God. of, which I'm kind of <laughs> happy about. I I, I am I am sad that that it was gone this year. I'm not going to lie, but what do you what are you gonna do? I can't I can't bitch about it, and then nothing's gonna be done about it. It is what it is. It it's it's if it comes back, wonderful. If it doesn't, all right. There are still anime cosplayers. It didn't stop anybody from cosplaying anime. Right. 
And, you know, I actually heard uh, complaints from anime fans throughout the weekend that were saying that um, they were grumbling about Anime Fest not uh, coming back and that it was united with Comic-Con. But I tell people manga is comics. Yeah. It it fits in. It it works perfectly well. It does. It does. And they're complaining probably because it's anime and that's the TV show, so it's different from comic books. It's it's not even... It's that, too. It's like... It's more like, you know, New York City had its own... It's like the place for anime. We don't have, like, a place in New York City for a convention, and they don't want to go to Jersey. Well, the reason why Anime Festival was compiled and shut and merged in because it wasn't making any money. Which Mm. means you... You anime fans, it's your fault New York Anime Festival folded yep. closed shop and let Guess it go. What? I was there yes uh, last year. Yeah, I was gonna say yesterday. Yeah, I'm talking about when it first, <laughs> well, first it was inter- yesterday, when did I miss it? I'm talking about the first iterations of it. It is your own damn fault for all of this. Right. That's all I gotta say. I was there last year, so mm. I am a supporter. No, it's like no no no, it's not that. The first three years they had it, eventually they couldn't because they were the con was re wasn't making any money off of it. It wasn't enough. They made more. Mo- I've seen more people show up at Comic Con than Anime Festival every time I've gone. That's what yes. it boils down to. It was, it was very empty when I went last year. There was like nobody in there. I'm like, where? Where is everybody? It's really quiet. All right. I think we're done here. I think we need to. Uh, re- one more thing. What? Yeah. You? They had a uh, app, right? New York Comic Con. Oh, that app was like garbage. Your, uh, thoughts on it, please. Pure uh. shit. And first of all, it didn't work because there was no Wi-Fi in the Java Center, so it's oh. like you really can't even use it. There's no service. There it's is just- there is Wi-Fi in there, but I just couldn't attach and pull an IP address all four days. Couldn't. It's it's just very bad. The the networking and the charging centers. They need to have more charging centers, or at least more plug-ins where you could charge your phone. Well, the thing is that costs them money, so you know how that goes. But as for uh-uh. the app. There was problems on the Android and the iOS side. I've heard it crashing, not updating or anything like that. I mean, when I clicked on events, I expected it to list all the events by day, the times and the locations. Nope. Didn't even do that. I know, right? It was actually mixing up the times because it said for the Kodashia mm-hmm. comics, it was like at 9 o'clock in the morning on the app. And I was like, online it says one thirty two o'clock. I'm like... See, they huh? should they should have stuck with guidebook because guidebook has all the information. Plus, guidebook has a remind as a t- as a reminder, to let you know of what events going on at certain times. You know, that's a yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> oh, by the way, one more thing before we wrap it up. I actually did uh, speed dating again this year. Oh, how'd that go? Pretty well. I'm surprised I got it because I'm rushing down there to get in. This year is a ten dollar cover charge. Oh. So I still got really? it. Yeah, because I yeah, because think about it. If, I guess a lot of people bailed because it they had to pay to get in. I'm like, what's well, ten bucks? Yeah, I did it. It was expensive. fun. So you know, and I discovered I'm not the only one running through there that's attached to the hip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do have one story to tell. Oh, uh, tell. I did meet Adam West. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my brother-in-law tells me, get an autograph of Adam West. I'm like, sure, no problem. I go and see the line for Adam West is really short. I'm like, okay, this is great. I could go get the autograph for my brother-in-law, Elvis. I swear that's his name. So I'm we on the line. I'm trying, I'm trying to text him. I'm like, okay, do you want it? It's 60 bucks. 
and he never answered me because of the stupid service down in the basement. I wasn't gonna get all because it was like if he wanted it, it was I can get it now because it was gonna get packed later. I knew it, so. <clears throat> I got the stupid autograph from 60 bucks. Adam West didn't even really talk to me that much. It wasn't that he was being like an asshole. I don't think so anyway. I just think he didn't really have a lot to say. Because once I said, it was nice meeting you, Mr. West. He's like, my pleasure. So it was like, it wasn't he was being mean or... He was or... probably tired. Probably I, that. Tired. Uh, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, so... No. After I get the autograph, I get the stupid text message and voicemail from Elvis. I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> he calls me up. Dana, what did you do? I was like, oh my god, are you serious? You don't want it? He's like, no. I'm like, what? You got, you got an autograph for him. Why? So Just pay me back my money. What happened? <laughs> what, yeah, happened what happened was he told me he's like he's like Mooney girl. I didn't know it was gonna be that much money. I'm like, but you told me to get an autograph. He's like, I didn't know he was gonna charge that much. I'm like, okay. So he tells me Mooney girl. We'll talk about this later. I'm like, all right. I actually bumped into him that night on the train on the end going to DJ's house, and we were like, okay, what are we gonna do? He's like. He's like, I'm furious at you, but I'm like so happy at the same time. He's like, you did. You can always so you can always put it on eBay and sell it for eighty bucks. I wish go. this yeah. is the thing, DJ. I it has his name on it. Ah. Yeah, I know, I know. If it didn't have his name, yes, he could do that. That'd be wonderful. But I was an idiot and put Elvis. I was like, okay, it's gonna be for Elvis. No. Yeah, so, mistakes, rule, so number one rule of autographs never get your name on there it actually devalues it devalues it um i do want to throw in something real quick they actually most uh, most um celebrities that autograph now at cons they will uh force you to put your um have they you need to have your name on it because they don't want people going on ebay and jacking up the price mm -hmm. now i've noticed that they will ask you for your name they'll only personalize it a lot of times they, it's uh, it's common now. Huh. So, yeah, they, they yeah, they, they, not not all of them, but a lot of uh, celebrities at cons now they will um, prefer that you have your name person that you have the autograph personalized to you or somebody because they don't want people, you know, yeah, I, they don't see profit. Yeah, I remember uh, Michael John was telling me about that some time ago. Mm -hmm. So. And, and I remember years ago when I first started going to cons. Uh, first started going to cons years ago. Uh, celebrities were giving autographs for free. Unfortunately, that was pre-internet days, pre-option site days. So, and there, plus there nowadays it's like this: if you want to get the guests, you get the guests to show up for free and exchange it in price, charge whatever they want. I mean, like right. Correct. I understand. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I understand Rob Paulson's not that famous, but he did he, everything he is for free. He is famous, but not everybody. Not everybody charges. I mean, right. Adam West, he was charging three bucks at Dragon Con for autographs. What? Yeah. That yeah. was cheap. Last year, last year Mark wow. Hamill was there. Who, bucks a pop. Say what? Mark Hamill was there last year. Yeah. Hundred bucks a pop. And I think Christopher Lloyd and Christopher Lloyd was charging just as much and seventy five. Oh, yeah. 75. And um what and Stan Lee's like one fifty, but it's Stan motherfucking Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that just got like, shut up and take my money. Mm -hmm. Alright, I, I think we're kind of run the gamut here, so 
Yeah, I definitely Comic Con is well worth it. If you if you can bear the feet, if you can bear oh, trust me, I did the, boots for two days. If you can bear <laughs> the battery and everything else, eh, definitely go for it. Especially if you do nothing but anime conventions left and right. A comic a comic book convention is definitely a change of pace, and also it's true. it gives you a nice brief because I do only really do go to anime conventions, mm -hmm. so it was like cool to go to a comic con convention, even though I was anime characters. But mm -hmm. I did like not just do anime that whole mm -hmm. weekend. I did one series, another series, and then another one. Yeah, and it's, but one thing, if you're not used to big crowds, I wouldn't go unless you are a veteran of like a convention like Otakon, you know. For some people, a convention that massive, you'll have a panic attack. See, I'll be fine at Otakon because mm. I've handled Comic-Con, so mm -hmm. they're the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That is it. Let's take our break, and when we get back, we'll wrap things up and get the hell up on out of here. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. We'll be back. So
Podcast. I think we have a personal record going so far. I mean, 
Damn, it's getting. We usually we usually done and gone like fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> wow. This was, a, this was a big podcast, though. You think this? A, oh, just wait till I put the music in. I mean, the recording sessions are already is already clocked in an hour and a half with the music. It's probably going to go up to like an hour forty five. Wow. I hope I hope my vocal cords don't because of my screaming of Rob Paulson don't. Kill anybody's eardrums. I <laughs> doubt it. I wouldn't worry too much about that. I hope I, I, I also want to say I hope I didn't, you know, interrupt from most of the conversations here. Nah, nah. it's cool. DJ, thank you for inviting me on. I really, really appreciate it. Hey, no that. problem, dude. Again, I would I would love to, you know, participate in future broadcasts. Well, as long as you hit cons and stuff like that and you, and you, want, and you have time to come talk about them, hey, that's what we're here sure. for. Sounds great. Um, thank you guys so very much, and uh, you have a good night. All right. And um, do you have, and uh, Flory, do you have a website or anything like that? Um, no, I don't have a website. Um, I have my Facebook page. Um, you can just look it up, Flory-san. So um, pretty easy to, you know, locate. But, but I, um, I also expect to try to get a report into your website um, uh, soon. I'm in the middle of writing it now. Actually. Gotcha. Okay, wonderful. And we thank you. We greatly Not appreciate problem, that. Keep it flying, guys. Well, good, man. You take care, bro. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you later, man. Take care, dude. See ya. Alright, now this is still going. That's good. Alright, now we go into our little end, end spiel here. Yeah. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth and so forth. Anime Jam Session, we do it for fun. We do it for free. We're independent podcasters. Support us. And if you can't get to our website because it's blocked or something like that, and you want to check out the podcast, you can find us on podcast.net, podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcasts, Xbox Music, formerly known as Zune Marketplace, and the ever popular iTunes. If you find us on iTunes, we just ask for five-star reviews. If you give them, we will gladly give you um, props for it, and we'll read them right on the air. We haven't gotten any lately, but um, we have to take care of that. Um, check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. I still got videos to upload. Um, coming down to the end of our convention scene, maybe I can get them all up. Maybe, hopefully. I have free weekends coming my yeah. way. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. If you find YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session, that's still us. We have a couple of things over there. Most likely, those videos are going to probably be taken down and moved over to our official page. I kind of needed the other page just for um for, for two-hour videos. And don't you know, right if they allow me to do videos longer than 15 minutes, our other page uh, gets enabled for it. And I'm like, what the hell? Um, and if you want... Check out our personal pages if you want to see some videos that we do or stuff that we like. You can find us on uh, me at youtube.com slash anime jam set. No. <laughs> I've been <laughs> Actually, you. it's it's youtube.com slash DJ Ronma S. Ari is youtube.com slash Ari22682 and Mooney Girl, what's yours? Mine is youtube.com slash serena 91 There you go. And follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Anything in regards to the website, the Facebook page, anything, it'll go there first. Um, 
We have some updated articles. If you've been on the con circuit for as long as we have, we have an article, updated article on Kevin Lillard. So please check that out. And if you have a couple of dollars to give, by all means, please donate it. Um, if you want to check out our personal Twitter pages and see some of the crazy shit that we post and discuss, <laughs> you can find me at twitter.com slash djronmas. You can find Ari at twitter.com slash the Ari man. Um... Mako channels over at twitter.com slash Jovedea. You got rid of the underscore, didn't you? Yep. Yay. And, um, uh, Mooney Girl, do you have a Twitter page yet or no? I don't. Eh, don't worry about it. You're not missing too much. I know. I actually was on Twitter for a while and I was like, it's alright. It's all about the account, the accounts and the people that you follow. That's true. Uh, let's see what else do we have on our Facebook fan page. Check us out, facebook.com slash anime jam session. We are at a thousand and eight people, you know? And I can't thank you guys enough for following us and supporting us. And we're gonna continue to work hard, get some more stuff up there. And I know you guys are clamoring about con photos. They will be up as soon as they possibly can, okay? I promise you that. Um, check out my personal page, uh, facebook.com slash djronmas. I talk about stuff in regards to the podcast. Maybe some posts in here and there, some cool stuff. Um, Makochan has her Facebook page, facebook.com slash Makoto Makochan Kino. And Mooney Girl, do you have a Facebook page? I do. It's Anime Lovers, I think it's dash Salem Moon Serena 91. Hmm. And don't forget to check us out also on VOG Network, like I said before. Uh, VOGNetwork.com, we're part of a family of independent podcasters. We are on Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and re- syndicated again, Encore Presentation, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you want more stuff besides anime coming through, to sh- coming through check out uh, Horde House, Girls Gone Wow, Under Sedation Live, The Bobby Blackwell Show, Critical Myth, our um, flagship show, Orange Lounge Radio. Check them all out. And I think that's just about it. Um, last words, anyone? No, I got nothing. Uh, Mako-chan. Uh, no, I got nothing. I do. What? This is Mooney Girl saying good night, everybody. Hey, we saved that for Mako-chan. No, 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 no. I was the one who read Rob uh, Just for this time. You can always have it back with John afterwards. But tonight, when it's my turn. Good night, people. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or the views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.